Yes, you read that title right. I dare to ask, is Suez's CEO quietly quitting? One year ago, Sabrina Soussan was appointed CEO of the new Suez, the company that formed from the remains of Veolia's takeover of the old Suez. And while that takeover proved effective in growing Veolia's market value, the recent news involving Sabrina Soussan started to raise questions around Suez. Indeed, on top of her CEO role, Soussan also took on the chairman of the board hat in August 2022, replacing Thierry Deo. CEO and chairman of the board, that's nothing so uncommon so far, but one would think that makes for busy days considering Suez's approximately $6 billion turnover. Now, when Sabrina Soussan got appointed to lead Suez in early 2022, she was already sitting on ITT's board of directors and kept her seat moving forward. That takes us from busy to busier, but I guess still under control, right? Talk to corporate! Approve memos! Then, beginning of this month, Boeing announced that they appointed their first ever board member to be based outside of the US. To quote the press release, approve leader who brings a global mindset with extensive engineering and senior leadership experience in manufacturing, safety, sustainability, transportation and digitalization. Who is that? Bingo! Sabrina Soussan. The appointment is still subject to shareholder approval at their annual meeting in mid-April, but unless there's a spectacular twist, she will sit on Boeing's board's audit and finance committees. Which raises this question. How much is too much for one executive? Good question! The two largest asset managers in the world, BlackRock and Vanguard, have set the bar at respectively four and five board memberships before they start voting against one executive's appointment. None of the two are invested in Suez, so I'm just using the comparison as a reference. And by their book, Sabrina Soussan's multi-capping between her CEO, chairman of the board, and two external board appointments wouldn't be deemed overboarding. Thank you! But they also added an unofficial rule of thumb. A board membership counts as one point, but being a chairman counts as two and an executive director as three. By this definition, Soussan's double hat as CEO and chairman of the board of Suez would already count as three plus two, so the equivalent of five memberships, seven points if we add a Boeing and ITT. And now, still by BlackRock and Vanguard's unofficial rule, that's too much. But I know, that's very theoretical, so let's be more concrete. What's an industry standard in the water sector? I looked up the five other CEOs in the water industry's six largest companies, and here's what I found. Estelle Braklenov is the CEO of Veolia and the board member of Hermes. By the unofficial rule I just mentioned, that's four points, and that's okay. Patrick Decker is the CEO of Xylem and, I don't know if that counts, a member of the Bipartisan Council on Infrastructure and of the Business Roundtable Infrastructure Committee. I guess that sounds like the typical lobby or trade association position you'd expect from someone in his role, so I leave it up to you to decide what you want to do with this information. Let's say he's somewhere between 3 and 5 points. Christophe Beck is CEO and Chairman of the Board of Ecolab and a board member of the Sample and Minnesota Foundation. As for Patrick Decker, one could argue that this board position is very linked to his CEO role, so I'll arbitrarily say that's 5 points and feel free to tell me in the comments if you disagree with that. Paul Du Jensen is the CEO of Grundfos, 3 points, a member of various WEF communities and of the Denmark Bridge, no point, I guess, and a board member of the Grundfos Foundation, 1 point, that makes 4. Finally, Susan Hardwick is the president and CEO of American Water and the board member of New Jersey Resources, Family Promise and the Philadelphia Chamber of Commerce. 
So depending on how you qualify these organizations, part of the CEO role or totally outside activities, she might be at three like Patrick Decker or the closest to Sabrina Sousson with six points. So Sweden, one point. Wait, 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 wait. We can't do it that quickly. Just wait for the scoreboard. In summary, I think that shows at least that Sabrina Sousson is the highest on that maybe stupid scale of multi to overboarding. But there's something more to note here. Every other five CEOs have outside appointments in the direct neighborhood of their original company. That's not the case for Sabrina Sousson. ITT is headquartered in Stamford, Connecticut, so on the US East Coast, and Boeing's headquarters are in Seattle on the West Coast. By ITT's corporate government's principles, board members are encouraged to meet in person, but they can join by phone or by video conference. In 2021, and according to ITT's proxy report, Sabrina Sousson attended 13 board meetings, which makes for an easy once-a-month call from beautiful Paris, or for a once-a-month trip to New York, which is a different burden. Boeing, on the other hand, doesn't seem to allow calling in or video conference. I couldn't find an explicit written rule stating it, but the press articles I reviewed in preparation for this video always mentioned in-person meetings. Hence, joining Boeing's board of directors means Sabrina Sousson will have to fly once a month to the US West Coast, which is an eight-hour time zone difference from Paris, but I guess she doesn't fly coach like me. Is this some sort of peasant joke that I'm too rich to understand? More broadly speaking, while Sabrina Sousson's appointment in these prestigious roles confirms her qualities and competences, as an international company leader, it raises questions as to how synergistic that is with her Suez duties. On the financial side of things, the Wall Street Journal published a study that showed that companies led by CEOs appointed on at least two other boards yielded almost twice lower one-year total return. So, it could be a concern for Suez's shareholders. Apparently not, though, as Meridiam Global Infrastructure Partners, Caisse des Dépôts and CNP Assurance all approved Sousson's new Boeing appointment during Suez's board meeting. I'll allow it. On the entrepreneur's side of things, and that is just my humble opinion, I don't see much synergies between Suez's water and waste business on the one hand, and ITT's telecom business and Boeing's aviation enterprise on the other hand. Plus, Suez repeated several times over the past months that they have no plans to roll out a US subsidiary, so even geographically speaking, there's limited proximity. That already makes some question marks, but it's not the sole reason I dare provocatively ask about Sabrina Sousson's future. Indeed, as the Lettre reports, Suez's CEO is only present in the company's head offices from Tuesdays to Thursdays, and while the company announced in September the rollout of a new structure by verticals, water and waste and no longer geographical reasons, it still hasn't announced who would be the two heads of these two verticals when the new organization shall come into force in four months. This is fine. I'm okay with the events that are unfolding currently. In conclusion, there is more than one way to look at this entire story. One might be to question Sabrina Sousson's implication in her Suez and divorce. She is a brilliant person and a leader with an incredible track record in her career so far. But she's also just spent one year in her former appointment as CEO of Dorma Kaba before jumping over to Suez, so there might as well be a next step in her career at some point. Another look, though, might be to see Sabrina Sousson as the member of a new generation of CEOs and corporate leaders. One that can efficiently work remotely and cultivate that culture that there is a life beyond the company's headquarters, and also one that would put a higher accent on soft skills than on hard skills. As much as no one would expect to leverage Boeing's airplane engineering experience in Suez's water treatment plant operation, there is still possibly an 
entire universe of managerial people and cultural skills to transfer from one company to the other. So what do you think? What is your understanding and opinion about this house of cards move? Let's discuss it in the comments. And once again, dear Sabrina, I'd be respectfully highly interested in raising you these questions and more on my podcast microphone whenever you want. And if you discovered Sabrina Soussan with this video, you may want to have a look here to get her and Estelle Brakenov's path prior to taking the lead of Suez and Veolia respectively. And I'll see you next time.